Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, where we are sharing real-life stories that are here to impact and empower you in mind, spirit, body, and soul. Join us each week as our guests share wonderful stories about how they overcame. Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, where we are sharing real-life stories that are here to impact and empower you in mind, spirit, body, and soul. Join us each week as our guests share wonderful stories about how they overcame.
Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, where we are sharing real-life stories that are here to impact and empower you in mind, spirit, body, and soul. Join us each week as our guests share wonderful stories about how they overcame. Good evening, everyone. I am so excited uh, tonight to be able to interview a very special guest that we have with us by the name of Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh. And she has several books um, that are of interest to the body of Christ that um, really can open up your eyes to see the activities that are going on and with the, the Antichrist and um, a lot of things that we see in the kingdom of darkness that are happening in this hour. So we want to uh, really welcome you, Dr. Joy Pugh, to the um, kingdom hour. Welcome. Listen, thank you so much for having me on tonight. I just appreciate it so very much. Well, I'm very excited about being able to interview you because, uh, like I said, you have quite a few interesting books out there. Um, Before we start, though, can I ask you to open us up in prayer? Yes. Our Father, we just thank you. Our Father, we just thank you so much for all that you have done for us, and we just ask that you would bless us, Father, with the ability to just speak your word so that people understand and will come closer to understanding more about you. We thank you for this world that you are giving us to live in, and we just pray right now with all the unrest. And all the things that point that you're going to come back one day, that you prepare our minds and our hearts and our spirits to understand you. We just thank you for the opportunity to be a part of this show tonight, Father, and to reach the people that you would like for us to reach. Father, we thank you for every opportunity for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for the prayer um, unto our Father, of course. And, you know, one of the um, things that's interesting um dr Pugh, can you share first a little bit about yourself with the audience well i uh, am i live in south georgia and i was really uh born and raised on a little south georgia farm and i of course went through school i got my uh, four-year degree at Valdosta state and then my master's degree which was in guidance and counseling psychology at Valdosta state and then i got my doctorate in administration in education uh from nova university and uh, I've been writing now since about 1999 uh, when I did my first book, Antichrist. And mm. uh, before that time, I did a lot of writing as far as uh, poetry and that kind of thing and had a couple of books of poetry before that period of time. But my serious work began, and really uh, the publication in 1999 was Antichrist, The Cloned Image of Jesus Christ. And then mm-hmm. I have had several more books, which has included even the Knowledge of Good and Evil 666, which is a volume one and two series, and The Beguile, Eden to Armageddon, which is a series of three volumes, volume one, two, and three. And I have a book entitled Parables of Joy on a, on a Georgia Farm, which is about me growing up on a Georgia farm and some of the things that really occurred to me, because many times people don't really get to know who the author really is for books. And this, this particular mm-hmm. book 
takes you into my life so that you can understand maybe how I was brought to the time that I am in now to be able to be doing the research that I'm doing. So they're kind of interesting. You kind of laugh and cry and that kind of thing. And then I also have an album that's called uh, Before Time Stops. That's my original songs. And I'm working presently on a book. It's going to be entitled Special Parables of Joy, and it's Triumphs of the Disabled because I worked for many, many years with disabled people, and I want to be able to show that with God's faith and their belief in themselves, how they could triumph over predetermined levels of parameters. In other words, if a parameter was set for a person who had uh, Down syndrome and they could never do this, I actually am going to show that with the power of the mind, and belief and faith, how I was able to help them take much greater steps to do things that no one ever dreamed they could do. So I'm really excited about that book, and hopefully uh, we'll be coming out in the next couple of months. So I've been very, very busy and uh, enjoy being on you know radio shows like yours to really talk about my research because it is it's very important and very close and dear to my heart. Yes, it is, and I can tell. Um that you're very passionate about what you're doing. Also, in a, a recording artist, you, you definitely have the um, inspiration that is coming and sparked from God as well. Let's uh, talk about um, one of these points here that I wanted to focus on, and that is an evil plan to disrupt communication with God. Uh, can you share your thoughts in that area? Well, when I started doing uh, this research, I had always wondered how it would be that uh, the mind could be seared or how you could be influenced in such a way that maybe take the mark of the beast and not really maybe understand totally what was happening around you. And there was all these questions in my mind about the end of days. And Mm -hmm. I will always believe that Satan really uh, has power over the air and that he has manipulated mankind for really since the Garden of Eden. But there has come a time we have always, as humans, had the ability to choose. We can choose every second whether we do right or wrong. But now there is technology that has been developed that will target you at a distance, and it can focus and put really thoughts in your mind. You can hear voices those kinds of things, and you can literally be contr- actually be controlled like a remote control for a, mm-hmm. a TV. And mm-hmm. when I realized that this type of um, technology was being developed, I went back and kind of did a little bit of research in it and, um, and found that it kind of started back in the 1960s with a man called Delgado that was working with our government and trying to change the thought processes of the Russians against the Americans. It was a it was a spy type of thing that was being used to disrupt the mind. And mm-hmm. they were using like a, a, a wave to do that with and and influence them. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like psychological warfare. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, you know, this is quite interesting. Could there ever be a time when you and I would not be able to choose? In other words, we could be manipulated to a point that we wouldn't be able to choose for ourselves. And when mm-hmm. I was looking at this, I found that um, there's a little gland that sits in our head that's called a pineal gland. And in the Eastern religions, it's always been referred as to the third eye. 
and of course really taking a lot of time to really focus on this gland I found out that it's a very workable gland in lizards and because of my research and my work in my undergraduate with um, people who were um, actually put under hypnosis or who slept would, would sleepwalk that there were certain things going on that they were able to see with their eyes closed and so that mm-hmm. generated my decision to try to find out a little bit more about the pineal gland and mm-hmm. as I was doing that I realized that the gland has a type of quartz in it, much like a transistor radio. So it's almost like a transponder. It it can receive and it can transmit. And so that led me to start seeing that there was a lot of research being done about mind control. And some things were black, black budgeted where it's not out in the public to be aware of how the government has been trying for a very long time to figure out how to control the mind. And um, there was a movie not too long ago that George Clooney did in which they remotely controlled uh, a donkey. And um, and when you get to the point that you can control certain things um, at a distance, then there becomes an issue where, um, I mean, I don't mean a donkey, a goat, um, if you can control something at a, at a distance, Without them knowing it, then you can manipulate their body process biologically. And, and what I thought. found, mm-hmm. yes, and Go so ahead. what I found was that if you could be beamed, in other words, we can't see radio waves, so we walk right. around in them all day long. But if somebody mm-hmm. is targeting you and you're yeah pineal gland was receiving it without you being aware of it, mm-hmm. then it, it could biologically control your body. And what I found was that had been developed. And if you were in that wave, your heart rate could speed up, your blood pressure could go crazy, it can make you feel very nervous, it can make you feel anxious, it can make you feel scared, it can disrupt really the heartbeat. And you know, if you've ever had a funny feeling come over you and you think, well, am I getting sick? What's wrong with me or whatever? Then you you could say, I choose to go do this. But if somebody is remotely controlling you, their attempt is to keep you from being able to make a choice. Choice, so make become, That's right. It, mm-hmm. would, it would mess up your decision process. And the worst thing is, is that when something controls your body like that biologically, let's just say mm-hmm. you're being targeted and your right. heart speeds up, there's nothing you can do to slow it down. They have control over you at that point in time. So if they continue mm-hmm. to keep you focused in on those frequencies, then your heart will continue to stay. I mean, they could raise it right on up till it could kill you. I mean, you know, after so many beats per per a minute. So if that was possible, you can't fight against that biologically. In other words, somebody's controlling your body and you could be sitting there going, try to slow down, try to do whatever. It's like if you eat something wrong and you go get an antacid, it takes a couple of minutes and you'll kind of, everything will settle down. But in this case, there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can take or even your mind to say, 
I'm okay. I'm okay. You can't control it because it's being biologically controlled at a distance. And the intent of this was for psychological warfare against an enemy so that you would never have to fire a shot. Wow. So we could go in and, and, and incorporate that kind of, you know, system. Let's just say into, you know, a huge compound and everybody in there would be affected by it. And you could literally destroy those people amongst themselves. I mean, you could do all kinds without, of stuff where it would weapon, just be, make them go nuts. Without a visible weapon. Without a visible weapon. And, and, and not knowing that you're being targeted because, as you know, radio waves and gamma rays, all the rays that run around the earth and whatever, we can't see them or feel them. But yet we it's know we can true. turn on the, you know, the FM radio or the AM stations or, or whatever. And, uh, and we're walking through those waves all the time. I mean, if, have you ever had like, um, you know, headphones on outside and I've been and run into another wave and it would pick up another station mm-hmm. and I would be on a station, but you'd be, you would move through it and it would change your station. Well, that would be the mm-hmm. same thing as that you would not know you know, who was targeting you like that. So that was a, a real uh, eye-opener for me that there could come a time that if Satan had the right technology and you were an open vessel for that to be used against you, that that would explain how the mind could eventually be totally seared and that you would not have no knowledge about what had happened to you. Um, so and I always it, often wondered why... Mm-hmm. I often wondered why the, the 144,000 had to be sealed in their foreheads at the end of days, right. you know, the 12, or the 12 tribes, 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes. Well, mm-hmm. now that I understand that that pineal gland is in our foreheads, you know, and we talk about the mark of the beast being in the forehead and, you know, in the in the right hand. But the forehead is where this pineal gland is located at. So I'm mm-hmm. like, isn't it interesting that the very thing that we, that we have developed as far as a psychological weapon is targeting a gland that if somebody like Satan has power over the air could target that same gland. And, you know... It's kind of like um, when you look at the Eastern religions and they do the kundalini and they sit in the yoga position and they bring the serpent up the spine into the forehead, they're bringing that in to their forehead, into what they call their crown chakra. And if that's the case, then they are putting the serpent in that pineal gland. Well, if, if that gland was created, as I believe it was, for us to commune all the time with God and you allow the serpent in that area, you are, it's like God's not going to exist on a party line. It's either, you know, he says, you focus on me, your mind on me, keep your mind from evil. I think that's why, because once you allow evil into that area, mm-hmm. you block, you, you're blocking him out. You're blocking him out, right. And that's that's what's going on. So that's what you're talking about when you say blocking the communication with God is that 
Um, they would use any other method, any uh, devices, weapons, psychological methodology, um, possibly artificial intelligence to be right. able to block the connection with God. Because it's like, um, you know, now when you go to like even just if you use YouTube or any other, um, like Google, um, some of the Facebook, you know, uh, specific ads that, that maybe some you did a search on, and, you know, in the search engine, um, it will they you will automatically see these videos popping up that has something to do with that, although you didn't even search for them. And on your next time around, and even sometimes if you say something, now you see that these videos are popping up giving you uh, what they used to call subliminal messages. That's right. Um, provoking you to watch these videos. Go That's ahead. right. And, and and when I first, you know, when I first did my books back in 1999, the first one I was trying to tell people, I'm like, there is a subliminal messaging that's going on that's actually affecting you when you don't realize it. I mean, from the mm-hmm. very things of putting red in the commercials at the movie theaters to make you thirsty so that it has, you know, break like they used to do. They used to break and let you go to the concession stand. That was to see how many sales they could make by just showing you red. So that's why you see most of the uh, Coca-Cola cans are red. Pepsi has red on it. There's, there's a reason they choose a certain color because it makes you thirsty. And mm-hmm. then, of course, we know that back in the um, late or early 70s when um, – uh, and actually, even in the, in the late '60s, when the Beatles actually backward masked one of their uh, big albums to say "Paul is dead, Paul is dead, Paul is dead," there mm-hmm. was already a plan to be able to manipulate your thoughts without you knowing it. And a lot of big—that's right—you don't realize you've even been affected. It's just like with the radio wave; you didn't realize that there's been a change or something that could be affecting your body. And I think it's really sad when you start seeing that marketing in these huge department stores, when they play music, they can also be saying, you need to purchase, you need to buy, you need to purchase, you need to buy. But you can't hear that. But yet right. that is embedded in the music. And if you slow it down enough, sometimes you can pick up on it. And the same thing when we used to have the old VCR tape. Uh, I also got to notice then that if I slowed the VCR tapes down on certain movies mm-hmm. into each frame, you would get frames of things that weren't even a part of the movie that you couldn't even see it. And I'm like, right. why are these pictures coming up in this movie? And you're not, when right. you put it and played it forward to play like normal, you could not even see it. So the hand, of course, is faster than the eye, and we know that from magic. So the intent is to give your mind something without you knowing it's captured. Even knowing that it exists. Even in songs, I mean, they do that. They, Like you were That's talking right. about, they put subliminal messages in there, repetitive things, and a lot of the um, music videos as well. Um, I remember back in, oh, in the early 90s, um, I was working for this Christian organization, and we watched um, a movie, and they slowed down certain videos, and you can hear Mm -hmm. words off in there that 
if you wasn't really paying attention uh, to it very well while you, you know, like if you were just watching it and um, engaged in other things and watching it, you know, how we normally do if if we're going to watch something like that. I don't do it now, but back then, you know, but until I started seeing these things, you could see in the background some of the negative influence that was being embedded and drawing you away from the reality of God. So I, I certainly agree with you. I'm, and, and there's some really deep information that you're throwing out there that the body of Christ needs to wake up to because it certainly well, is and, happening. And that's what's concerned me is that it's so obvious, but yet nobody's talking about it. And that concerns me greatly mm-hmm. that no one's talking about it. This is true. This is certainly true. But yet, and, it, and what, but yet it, mm-hmm. it, it is very much in existence. And mm-hmm. and because of that, and because I have studied a lot of this in college, it really, you know, it's scary. Because mm-hmm. if you can't make your own decisions, you think you mm-hmm. are, you really think you are, but you may not be making good mm-hmm. conscious decisions. And if there mm-hmm. is a game in play to get us so numbed down, I've, mm-hmm. I've used this before that you know it's like you can boil a, a frog in in hot water because you just put him in the cold water and you just gradually turn up the heat slowly. He doesn't feel the heat, and then before right. he can jump out, uh, he's boiled. He can't right. kill it, and it's so subtle mm-hmm. that I think that Satan has been using these little things to manipulate, yeah. manipulate, manipulate. And that's a real concern. You know, when I first started paying attention to the video game, there was one that was called Guitar Hero. And a part of that was that you were actually like you were playing a guitar. But what you were following your eyes was like a fret, and it was running much like when we would do hypnosis. That fret Mm -hmm. was moving. And then you had a beat that was a beat, 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 beat. And then yeah. you, the symbols that were going around while all this was happening, while you were focused, not blinking an eye because you had to keep your mind on those frets. But the stuff flashing to those beats were like skulls and bones and death kind of things. So when, yeah. you, when you have, it's no different than, you know, the shaman. Um, when they would do the drum beats to invoke the spirits and the mediums would start talking, the spirits would come out of them. Um, mm-hmm. They do that with a beat, a harmonic beat, and they actually cause you to become like in a state of frenzy. When that mm-hmm. happens, it's kind of like what happens when someone is in a yoga position and they are using kundalini and they're doing like an um and they're vibrating mm-hmm. their body. And what mm-hmm. happens is it allows some energy that sits at the base of our spine to come up into that uh, crown chakra. What worries me, and, and when I really said, okay, the mind is a very is a situation because if, if Satan can do anything at the end of days to make us believe a lie, we can't tell the truth from the yeah, lie, absolutely. all these kind of things, something is going to be affecting our mind. Mm-hmm. So when I look yeah. at the pineal gland from a biological standpoint, if you cross-section your head and you look at the brain in a cross-section, the mm-hmm. hemispheres of both sides, the left side and the right side of the brain, their way they roll over look just like the Ark of the Covenant. 
and then the pineal gland sits right in the center of it, just mm-hmm. like the Ark of the Covenant with the mercy seat. So mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you are bringing the serpent up your spine into your literal holy of holies, which we are all mm-hmm. in God's image, he said we, you know, that we are his temple. So you think about in the holy of holies is the most special part, you know, of the temple. Which your body, according to Jesus, is a temple. And if that's the case, then our our heads would be like the Ark of the Covenant with that pineal gland right there. And if you were bringing, you would actually be conjuring up something within you to replace or put on that Holy of Holies instead of allowing it to be God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, um, like I said, if you did that, then you're shutting out God's capability of communication with you. No different than if you were on a party line and two people can pick up. But the problem is, like, when we know when the Ark of the Covenant was, you know, not being appreciated and whatever, God kind of left the building. He, you either choose him or he's out of there. In other words, you can't have anybody else before him. And I think exactly. that the mind, he developed it so that we would have that communion. And I know when I was doing a little bit more research into the DNA of each individual person, I found out that we are all harmonically vibrating. In other words, we have our own song. We're all singing. I mean, the sun sings a song, the Neptune sings a song, you know, the plant next to you is singing a song. It's all different. It's different just like the snow, every snowflake is different. But if God is the great conductor of it all, then like a good conductor of a huge orchestra, he knows if the, you know, the violin over here breaks the string and he's the fifth violinist, he knows that the string that was broke is the first string because he can hear it. He's in tune enough to know exactly how that sound is going if something's not right. I fully believe that that's how God manifests and, and is able to constantly know about his creation. So if that's the case, then it would only be um, a possibility that if Satan wants to disrupt that, that mm-hmm. he would go after the transmissions of that gland. And if he could disrupt it in some way, then he would have a little more power over you. Um, and And what really concerns me is things like fluoride and some of the genetically modified foods affect the pineal gland. The pineal gland has a lot to do with your circadian, circadian rhythms of your body and how it functions mm-hmm. every day. It also produces things like melatonin, serotonin in your brain that manifest to make you feel alert, to be cognizant of what's going around you. And you just think about today how many people are on uh, different kinds of drugs because they're either bipolar or they're depressed or whatever, and it's all affecting those hormones that are a part of that pineal gland. So if that's the case and they can make it not function right, then they're already a part of getting us to be separated from God. And usually the way we can separate ourselves is that we turn away from God, and the further you get, you kind of lose that little small voice in your mind that is always telling you whether you did right and wrong. I mean, you you will know. The moment you do something wrong, you immediately know you did something wrong. 
But I think that you can keep doing wrong so long and justifying it that you separate and you don't hear that little voice as quickly. Voice but if there's, a way, if there's a way to keep the transmission from happening, to buffer it, you know, I think, and I always think about this in the book of Daniel where, you know, Daniel had prayed and he was waiting for the response and the angel was trying to get back, but Satan detained him. You know, wow. Satan has an ability to detain things. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if he, if you can pray and you pray believing, it says if mm-hmm. what you, be, you know, if you believe, then you will, you, and essentially you put God first and you will receive. What happens is we live in a world that Satan has made so fast with all this technology. We think if we pray right now, I'll, I, we need rain. And it does not rain by 4 o'clock this afternoon or 8 o'clock tonight, then we're going, well, I guess it's just not going to rain. We will start doubting. So the longer that Satan can keep the transmissions of God coming to us, the quicker we turn to doubt. And the word doubt, if you look it up in the Bible, is the thing that kills everything. I mean, that's the thing that when Peter went to walk out on the water, you know, Jesus was out there. He didn't say, look, Peter, you're not like me. You can't walk on the water. Don't come out here. Peter really mm-hmm. believed he could walk on the water. God didn't yeah. tell him not to try it. You know, so mm-hmm. literally he could have walked on the water, and he did. But the thing that yeah. got him was that he started looking at the waves hey, and yeah. took his eye off of God, and he doubted. And then he began yeah. to think. So then, you know, it says with you as little faith. Faith is a hard, mm-hmm. it's a hard thing because you're believing in something that you cannot see. And, mm-hmm. and, and my research, I've tried to explain to people that sometimes if you can understand a little bit more about what you are seeing, that maybe you can have a better faith. And that is that our eyesight only sees within certain levels of the spectrum of light. So you've got like a rainbow of light of all different colors, but we only see like a third in this physical realm that we live in. But anything on the right and left, we cannot see. And an an example of that is, for example, if you take a micron microscope and you look at your skin, you see all these terrible things growing like bacteria and everything. It's all over you. But if you take your hand out from under that, your hand looks clean. You just washed it and you feel like it's it's okay to go eat. (laughs) And then you put it back (laughs) under there and you're like, whoa, I don't want to be putting that in my mouth. Okay, and the same way is if we look at the stars at night, you know, there was a time we could look at the stars, and we just saw certain stars. And then with the um, invention of telescopes and Hubble telescopes, and we can see many more stars and many more things that are out there. But our eyesight can't, and the same way with our hearing. You can take a dog whistle and blow it, and it doesn't sound like anything but air coming out. But every dog in the neighborhood that hears Mm -hmm. that, will come running because they have an ability to hear something that we can't hear. So when I, I try to explain to people that faith, even though you can't see or hear it, when you believe it, it's transmitting into those areas. Your mind is transmitting into those areas that you cannot hear and that you cannot see, but they exist. And, wow. and then not to give up because the moment you doubt, 
then really, if you spent, yeah, let's say two hours in prayer, okay, over something, mm-hmm. and if you get up and say, well, I hope God heard me, well, that two hours has just gone right down the tubes because you are like Peter. You just think. You had God for two hours. He was totally listening to you, but then, you know, you cell phone didn't ring go. or somebody didn't come by like you thought or you didn't get what you wanted or whatever that caused you to doubt. And and there are a lot of people that will go and pray for somebody who's sick. And the first thing they say is, well, if it's God's will, yeah. well, what does the Bible say? The Bible says that he wanted everybody all to be healed. You know, when, Amen. He, when he went Amen. out and he did miracles, he healed everybody. He didn't go like, well, I think I might do this today. If you stop and think about the scripture that says, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It didn't say Amen. some of the time. Yeah. Maybe. That's right. Maybe for you, That's not right. for me. It, it, and it says God is no respecter of persons, so it's not based on that. So what could it be based on? The only thing it can be based on is your doubt. And mm. in this world, we've been taught so much negative that we can't yeah. see the positive. And if Satan right. can keep us in the negative, he's making us vibrate our body, seeing in the negative. Mm. And I, I will always mm. believe that God created our bodies to heal it, to heal ourselves. And if we yeah. are vibrating accordingly it's like human resonance for the earth the earth has a certain harmonic resonance that it vibrates all day long if we have an earthquake it'll shift it a little bit it'll change it a little bit but if you get it off kilter then you start having environmental problems with earth Mm -hmm. which we see happening right now same thing with our body if we keep it in tune to god if we're listening to the good things then our body is vibrating in a positive yeah. manner. If we mm-hmm. don't, then that's, and that's how sickness comes in. And he, you and I both know that being Christians, I can walk into a room and I can feel who's a Christian because I, right. I right. literally had that discernment. And I think all yeah. Christians yeah. really do that you yeah. can feel that person a Christian. And you can know that the persons that are not Christians are either bad people or they don't know about Christ. But yeah. you won't feel that same attachment that you do to a Christian because most times you'll go, yeah. my you gracious, it. it seems like I've known you all my life, but yet you've just met. So I think mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. us the body of Christ and right. that yeah. we feel the other's pain. We sense the closeness. Mm-hmm. We sense that there is a connection. And I think it has to do with this vibrational thing. And if we Mm -hmm. are vibrating, if Satan can get us to do alm and meditate and try to come up to God on our own without having to look at condemnation, (laughs) seek salvation, and turn Mm -hmm. totally to him, we're going to do it another way. The Bible tells us you better not be trying to go up there another way. He's not going to have it going another way. You've got your mind focused totally on him. So the pineal gland is a very important gland that's in our our Mm -hmm. heads. And I think that people need to be aware of how serious it is when you listen to bad music. For example, there are case studies, and I talk about these in my books too, where they Mm -hmm. took a plant and they put it in classical music. Then they took a plant and they put it into very bad, repetitious, rat-type music that had a lot of nasty words, okay? Uh, the two plants that were both thriving 
before they went into the music room and were shut down. When they went back and looked at the one that had the classical music, it was thriving. But the other mm-hmm. one that was hearing the nasty words that were repetitious, repetitious, repetitious was dead. So they took the classical plant and put it in there with that constant beat and that bad word, bad word, bad word. It killed that plant. Wow. So that's telling us that what we see, hear, experience Mm -hmm. is affecting the vibrational pattern of our own bodies. And it can Mm -hmm. probably be causing us to be sick, you know, to be depressed. It can cause Mm -hmm. us to maybe want to do a bit suicide. I mean, there's all these kind of things that when you get off kilter uh, with your circadian rhythm, it presents a problem. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you can take and put somebody in a room and you can turn up a beat to 72 beats like a drum, bam, 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 at 72 beats a minute. You can make it so loud at 72 that it would literally kill the person. When you think about, you've seen the, the commercials years ago from Memorex, when a woman could hit the highest note, it broke the glass. That was the power of sound to destroy Mm -hmm. something that was solid. If the power of sound can destroy a glass, Mm -hmm. imagine what the power of sound is doing to us. And if we are all vibrating, we are like tuning forks, okay? If you take and you hit a tuning fork and you hit another tuning fork, it will pick up that same vibrational pattern. So... It, this is why it's important for you to spend time with people who are like you right, and not right. be spending time with people who are bad influences because you, you, people mm-hmm. say, oh, well, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. I know I was talking to a man the other day and trying to witness, and he said, you know, Joy, he said, until I started driving trucks and I was around all these truckers, he said, you know, I never cussed. And he said, but that's their language. And now every time I start to say something, then that starts coming up. And I said, it's because they are, they're the tuning forks, and you've walked in there where they're all tuning to you. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. affecting you because you're, being, you're picking up the negative, and it becomes mm-hmm. a part, well, everybody else is doing it, I'm going to do it. And you've heard people say that. Well, it's not that bad. Everybody else is doing it. Oh, no. It's, the, it's, 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 it's a vibrational. Enough. It's picking you up. It's controlling you. And Satan is, he is a deceptive, evil being. And, I, and like I say, I do believe that, you know, he had the power of music and he had the power over music. I will always believe that when King David, when he played his harp, it says that he soothed and healed King Samuel. Okay? If that mm-hmm. was the, I mean, King, not King Samuel, oh, King Saul. If that was mm-hmm. the case, that that harp, was able to bring health and healing, then that meant it was tuned to a certain vibration. Right, right. You With know, God. and that's been always been the thing is that people have searched and searched what they call the lost cord. That is something mm-hmm. that even the esoteric people have looked forward to try to find what they call the perfect cord, the hidden cord, mm-hmm. the cord that's been forgotten. Mm-hmm. Because apparently there is a sound that will generate healing. And if we stop and think, sound can even be greater than that because the Bible says, and God 
said, and the world was formed, and God said. So if you think about an MRI, if you go to get an MRI, and you're laying in there, and those big uh, magnets are banging together, bam, 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 they're they're electrodes, and it's like your body, bang, Mm -hmm. bang, bang. And what happens? It forms a perfect picture of you. So sound Mm -hmm. can form a picture. And God, just imagine, that's that's man-made. We can take things now and do, you know, like tools and make a three-dimensional tool from a picture. So now, if you stop and think, when God said, sound formed all this. Sound is so important. It's more important than, I think, anything else because the vibrational pattern and the connection it has to him. And if we, you know, it says, you know, not to, to, if you speak, you better speak the words that are good, not to be letting bad things come out of your mouth. I mean, even your thought processes, your negative thought processes are generating a wave because your wave of your brain is like transmitting. It's like a transponder. It's sending it Mm -hmm. out. So mm-hmm. you're sending it out, and God says, I know your every thought and your every deed. Everything, if everything. you are transmitting, it would be no different than us on this telephone. We're transmitting, and we're talking to each other in real time. If you're mm-hmm. thinking these thoughts, then, and you've got a transponder in your head like a radio does, you're broadcasting that to someone that could hear it. And I fully believe yeah. God hears that. That's how he knows everything. Everything. And I think that that's how we have power over the enemy is that as long as we are transmitting to him, then Satan can't really affect us because the communication, Mm -hmm. the connection is too strong. And you've seen people go to church. They're very on fire for the Lord. And then something kind of tragic happens in their life, which is a good example of Job in the Bible. Great man Mm -hmm. doing everything right. And then, then, God allows it, you know, for Satan to play these games against him. So, I mean, we look at Job. Satan was doing all these terrible things to Job. Mm-hmm. Okay? We've seen people in church like that. Something happens, and they get away from church, get a little further away from church, get a little further away from church. Satan just keeps pulling you back, pulling you back, pulling you back, pulling you back. And then before long, instead of saying, you know, I need to go to church, I need to read my, my, my Bible, I need to get back in with the people that I know are good people and that love the Lord, you'll say, well, I don't really feel like it. I think we'll, we'll skip today. You'll, you'll start making excuses and more excuses and more excuses until before you realize that it's been six months that you haven't been at church. And it's mm-hmm. just a gradual little process of pulling you away, pulling you away, pulling you away. It's kind of like, again, the frog being boiled in the water and you don't even realize it or he doesn't even realize it you don't realize it either when you were in god's um you know uh, process of being a christian and then being gradually pulled out of it and so i believe that satan has his his evil people here he has his fallen angels here i think he has the demonic beings that um, are here that affect us and 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 christians i think they can oppress us but in people who are not saved, I think they can possess you. And I think that that possession is because they can get into the pineal gland. And if you go back and look at all the 
historical things about the, the tyrus rods. Even if you look at the medical field, they'll show you a staff with a round thing on top of it and have two snakes twined looking at the top. Yeah, that, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that's the pineal gland. That They are after controlling that. It's the same thing with the pyramid and the all-seeing eye on top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. The intent is to control everybody like a beehive. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is how this works. The queen bee in a hive controls all the worker bees. In other words, if the queen bee gets lost or dies, those worker bees are just, they're crazy. They don't even know what to do. They're just running around in circles. But she has, yeah. a, she has a consciousness that connects all of them together. So mm-hmm. she's keeping them doing what they're doing by some, by some connection. And that buzzing mm-hmm. that, that they do is like a, it's almost like a communication that locks them all together. And if something mm-hmm. busts that up, then they're all scattered. So mm. as long as you are focused on God and you're connecting mm-hmm. with him and you're vibrating like you should as he made us, then mm-hmm. you're more healthy, you have better relationships, you know, those kinds of things kind of contribute to better things for you. But if you start drinking, overeating, using drugs, <laughs> pornography, homosexuality, I mean, whatever, you start participating in those sinful things, mm-hmm. then your body begins to vibrate different. It and takes on a different and mm-hmm. then that and then that sets up red flag that something's wrong. But if Satan at that point has the ability because I feel like God has the ability to hear at the top because he's the conductor. But when the string breaks, Satan's waiting. Because now, you know, he's broke a string in his life, I'm going after him. And I think that's why the Bible tells us that if you sweep your house clean of that Mm -hmm. first demonic being, if you don't Mm -hmm. keep your your body and mind on God, he's going to bring seven back with him. And it's going to be worse than it ever was. And that's really true. If you think about people who have been drug addicts, people who have drank, people who've gotten involved in pornography or all these other things, if they clean their act up, they do they so good. But if they ever the return back to it, they mm-hmm. will have ten times the, yeah. the that's right of trying to get back to where they weren't were the first time. It's like it becomes that much harder. So when it's Satan coming. realizes that you have cast him out, he knows mm-hmm. it. He knows what's happened. But at, at yep. any point that you break that string, he's going to say, guys, seven of you, let's go. And they're going to go after you a lot worse. And you see that in the drug uh, problem we have in this country right now. People go in, they get rehabilitated, they come out, and they have to go back in and in and in. They never get out of the system. The majority of times the people who really make it that are involved with any kind of sin, whether it be uh, homosexuality, pornography, adultery, stealing, whatever. If they turn to Jesus, if they mm-hmm. turn to him and ask for forgiveness, they bring and make him Lord of their life, first and foremost. If they do that, they will never yeah. do those other things again. Because yeah, if your mind is focused totally on God, 
Mm-hmm. Regardless of how bad the waves get, regardless of how bad the pain is, if you keep looking at him, you can walk right up there on that water to him. Amen. And, Amen to And that. the only way that you lose it is when you doubt it. And if you doubt it, there's a problem. There is a major problem. And, and trying to teach somebody that is so difficult because we're, we were raised to think the negative. We pick up a newspaper. We don't see the headlines go, hey, you know, today we did this and this and this and all the great things. That doesn't sell. They got all this, the evil media. It's what <laughs> sells. So oh, when you participate I'm, I'm, I'm in that, you're bringing that into your mind. Yeah, yeah. And so if, if you're watching negative TV and if you're watching negative stuff or you're you're sitting around at a coffee table and everybody's talking about the negative, negative, just imagine yeah. that negative vibration, what it's doing to you. Yeah, it could do a and lot. And you can't see it. You cannot see it. You cannot see especially, it. But it is directly affecting when, you. Especially when it begins to feed, feed off into your soul and drive your emotions and you know, and that's right. It, it comes a thought pattern that doesn't leave. You know, because our it belongs right. to God. Our thoughts belong to God, and um, I agree with you totally. We have to keep our minds stayed up on the Lord, and especially in this hour, because there's so many things going on out there uh, dimensionally that if we don't keep our mind um, intact with God, where, wherever we are. Um, you know, because even you can get lost in country club environments as well. So that's right. Um, most importantly, each individual and corporately, we have to remain intact with God, stay off in His Word, and I, I want to leave that to you, though. I mean, because we we brought out some of these fine points of how the enemy could uh, attempt to sever our communication with God. Uh, to break that divine covenant and and relationship that we're supposed to have with him. What would you say is a solution? I know you pointed out uh, some things. What would you say that is a solution for the body of Christ to not fall off? Go ahead. I I really think that focusing on God, and Mm -hmm. I know that we stay so busy, with our families and what has to be done and trying to make a living and doing all this stuff, Satan has got so much. I mean, he's got the family structure right now. When people sit down to eat, they're all playing on their cell phones. Nobody's talking. So they're, they're mm-hmm. de- he's detaching us from each other to have this vibrational thing that I'm talking about when we're together mm-hmm. and we're looking at each other and we're having a conversation and we're talking. On a gadget, mm-hmm. we're not being able to do that. We're we right. not communicating. We're not looking at each other. We're not talking to each other. If mm-hmm. we are to survive through the end of days, which I truly believe we're in those last days, Absolutely. we have got to stay focused on, on, on God, regardless, mm-hmm. kind of like Job, regardless of what happens, you've got to stay focused. The Bible has told us these things are going to come to pass. Keep your mind thoughts on me. Don't be like the virgins who let their oil run out. You be like mm-hmm. the wise virgins who, virgins who kept those oil lamps filled so that mm-hmm. the moment that he comes back, we're not sitting in the dark. Mm-hmm. We'll be ready. And the only way to do that is that you 
you read your Bible, you put positive mm-hmm. things in your life, you talk about positive things, and you try to keep the negative away from you because if you don't, that negative is affecting you whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's intended to do. And now they've got the technology that can do it. They have the technology that they can beam at you, and you will hear voices in your head. You can hear music in your head. I mean, for things like that, panic would be like panic city. So the more that you participate in these negative things like yoga and playing these video games that are very evil, playing evil music, you're opening up your pineal gland. You're opening it up for something to possess you and control you, either through technology or through demonic presence. As a Christian, I fully believe, just like the 144,000 that are going to be left here after the bride is taken out, that they're sealed in that forehead because if they weren't, they couldn't go through those days of wrath because Satan is going to be ruling the earth during that time. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that God seals his people, the 144,000 mm-hmm. from the 12 tribes. If not, they couldn't go through it. Their, their minds could not withstand what's going to happen because once the bride of Christ is out of here and those 144,000 are sealed, I'm afraid the rest just doesn't have, they don't have a prayer. I really don't exactly. think he's got a prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen books written that, you know, okay, we can fight against the Antichrist and we'll all band together. I don't believe any mm-hmm. of that will happen. Mm-hmm. I believe that they'll be, you know, people will be like, well, what happened to all those people? And they'll have some great reason, and they will literally accept the delusion because they, yeah. their minds oh. are in such a negative yeah. state that they cannot see the positive. I think um, we can kind of see that there's a lot of delusion uh, that is going on now. Even people are falling into desolation and don't realize it. Um, Many people have become sensitized to um, the culture and the environment that we live in now, and Mm -hmm. it's become accessible even to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's rather unfortunate to say that to those who believe that they're Christians, um, we have to wake up and really read the Word of God and discern, take clear discernment and pray to God and ask Him to reveal, uh, give us a divine revelation that we need to be sustained in this hour. Um, I'm I'm looking, um, you know, back to one of the statements that you said, you know, when you were talking about the gentleman who worked in an environment as a truck driver and engaged with the communications that were negative communications. And eventually it's like the spirit of, uh, you know, the negative spirit transferred into him to be accepted or bought, bought into it. What would you say that someone that is in a work environment like that, because we have many uh, places where they, I, I worked at places in the past where they'll even invite you to go out for drinks at nighttime. Of course, um, I never, you know, I never engaged in it or nor did I ever uh, get to the point of drinking. Um, as a matter of fact, they would even ask me to be the driver uh, to take, mm-hmm. take someone home. But just looking at that, those things exist, and I did see many people that bought off in that to that, and they they would start drinking or they would, uh, you know, start talking the talk and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. going off in 
other clubs and everything afterwards. So what would you say to that, that group, the body of Christ, who is becoming desolate, who is walking away um, from Jesus Christ now and losing the hope? What would you say to them now? Well, you've got to always remember that 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 God expects us to be um, followers of what He's established for us. And he's a good mm-hmm. God, and He and He does love us, but He's also a God of judgment. It's kind of like when He He came as a suffering servant to die for us, so that we can go back into paradise. But when He's coming back, He's coming back as a judge. And mm-hmm. I think people have got to stop and realize that even though. There are, you know, there are religions that preach, um, you know, the God is love and there's no condemnation and he loves everybody. You can do whatever you want to do. That's not the case. And, and um, once, your, mm-hmm. once your soul has gone through this world, you know, it's up for judgment. And mm-hmm. you've got two choices. You've got a choice of, you know, going to hell or going to heaven. And it's really your choice, but you're going to stand before him to explain why you did what you did, and I don't mm-hmm. think if you stop and think, well, if you if you're you know being judged before God and He says, and why did you do that? So and so, do you think it's going to matter to Him if you go, well, everybody else was doing it, or Mm-mm. I didn't think it was that bad? Well, you know, mm. excuse me, you had the choice to not go. You mm-hmm. had the choice not to participate. You had the choice mm-hmm. not to listen to that. So, you know, it's important that you're going to have to separate. It says separate yourself out. You know, it really yeah. does. It says you're a different people. You're not of, of this world. And people mm-hmm. who are this world are going to enjoy this world and all the filth that's in it because there's going to be no more enjoyment when the judgment day comes. Us, as Christians, yeah, we have, to do, we have to do without some fun things. You know, there's probably some fun things that you're going to have to do without. But is mm-hmm. is having a drink, is having a uh, sexual relationship that's not right, is it worth paradise? Is it worth forever? I mean, yeah, because everything's right. fleeting. It's like I mean, a drink is only going to last so long. Right. The head of drug yeah. is only going to last for so long. A sexual encounter is going to last for so long. I mean, just think about it. Looking at pornography only lasts for so long. The experience that you that you're you're going to give up paradise for these things that only are fleeting. They're just fleeting. Would mm-hmm. you give up paradise for eternity to spend it in hell with people that are awful, with demonic presences mm-hmm. that are just beyond? I mean, anything you probably have ever seen in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're very real. I mean, even the uh, the the exorcist that Linda Blair played in years ago, everybody was like just freaked out about it. But the thing about it is that was based on a real real true case study. I mean, there are yeah. demonic presences that take over people, and they literally will destroy them. And if a, a priest or whoever's trying to get that to come out of a person, if they don't have their life in order, they don't make it. Mm-hmm. And, and so even it's, if it's very real, yeah. yeah, it is real, and that's why it's so important for us to be tuned up with God, tuned into God, and most definitely seeking the Lord in the hour, seeking the coming of our Lord and Savior, 
Um, this is and an you, hour. If you continually play. That's right. And we're living in a time right now when it's, to me, this is Satan's last stand. And he's going to give it everything he can because it says the last days are going to be like the days of Noah. They were drinking, partying, marrying, eating, whatever. We're doing mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff just uh, over yeah. and over and over. Everything's just getting more and more and more. But I'm like this. If he would do what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah and he's mm-hmm. letting what's happening all around this world now happen, including killing babies after they're born, he's got to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. And he's not about to do that. So Mm-mm. us getting to be like the days of Noah, it says you better get ready. When this when that mm-hmm. season comes that we're like the days of Noah, look up. Because mm-hmm. as Christians, our redemption draws nigh. We just got to have the ability to have delayed gratification. In other words, when you don't overeat, when you don't drink, and when you don't do stuff like that, your reward is going to be so much greater in any of that, if you can just stay true and just hold on. Because the good book says there's a winner and there's a loser. And you've got the choice what team you want to be on. And I really think it's really important that people read the Bible. They'll read newspapers and playboys and whatever else is out there, but they don't sit Mm -hmm. down and read the very manuals that God gave us. And it's got everything in it. I said it's the most paranormal book there is out there. It touches on everything you can imagine. No other book even compares to it. (laughs) And it upsets me when Christians don't know Genesis is the first, you know, book and Revelation is the last book. You need to read the Bible. You need to read your manual. I said you go to take a car test or a motorcycle test, you read the manual. But nobody reads the Bible. And it's, mm-hmm. it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. Especially it really today when you can pop it in. If we say we're a Christian and we're not hungering for the word because Jesus is the word and we should really hunger for it. And the Bible says that the deep will search out the deep things of God. And that's why it's so that's, important that's right. for us to do that as an individual and and, you know, I like uh, some of the things that you were saying because you can tell that you were searching out the deep things of God. You're asking God, why is this pineal gland like that? And the Lord is mm-hmm. feeding you with revelation. And when we go to that point, we know that we have an intimate relationship with God. So just as you were saying, you can tell when someone is a Christian on the surface and you can tell when someone is going deep in the Lord and seeking him for his revelation. And one-on-one with God, one-on-one in Jesus Christ, one-on-one in the Holy Spirit. And that's how deep we have to go. Not waiting for mm-hmm. someone to feed us with a spoon because, as Paul said, you know, when we were a child, we did things like a child. But when we have grown up as adults, and and this is not um, a physical child and a physical adult thing. This is a thing of saying that we must grow. No matter what our age is, we must grow in the things of God. And um, that's where we need to be at, body of Christ. Um, Dr. Joy, can you please share with the audience on how they can 
find your books and also how they, they can communicate with you if someone wanted to have you to come out and speak at any event? Sure. Uh, you can go to my website, and it's uh, Joy, and it's, it's D-R-J-O-Y-E. My, my name has an E on it, so it's D-R-J-O-Y-E, drjoy.com. Uh, and then my Facebook page is Joy, J-O-Y-E, and my last name is Q, and it's spelled P as in Paul, U-G-H. And you can friend me there, and you can keep up with my radio shows. Uh, there as well as at my um, website and at my website there is a uh, a, like a little submission form that you can fill out if you want me to speak or if you want to know more about my books or you have a certain question or you've listened to some of the YouTubes or um, radio shows that I've done and you want to know where I'm going to be at that kind of thing you can send that to me and then I can respond back and forth in regard to whatever the questions might be so those are the easiest ways to keep up with me. All my books are there uh, at my website, and all you have to do is click on them. It'll take you directly to the publisher for you to be able to, to purchase them. And um, and I do uh, – I will autograph books, but the publisher will send them to me, and then I send them on to whoever wants them to be autographed. But uh, I do try to accommodate when somebody really wants that. I used to travel around and, and you know to book signings and stuff like that, and my husband got very, very sick, so I had to kind of give up that. And, of course, he just passed last year. So I'm just now getting kind of back into doing a lot of things, uh, and maybe probably we'll get back to doing that as well. But I, um, I love what I do, and I appreciate you so much allowing me to be on tonight to talk about my research because it is a very passion for me and has been since I was a little girl. Well, I tell you what, I've been blessed. I've been sitting here and I'm just taking it all in and I really enjoyed the interview. I I tell you and I I learned quite a bit of what you, you know, about what you were saying and um definitely have some research to do myself. Um I knew some of the some of these things were coming out uh from being in a te- with a technical background and in some of the, you know, studies and education educationally as well um so but not in as in depth as you have brought it out tonight and i hope that the listeners will also get engaged and do their research as well and be ready and prepared for the coming of our lord and savior that when he comes and he judges that you will be judged in the favor of heaven instead of hell because hell is a real place and heaven is also, and God has a place for you, an abode that um, will please, that is going to be pleasing. And I'm not going to read it, but I would say for you to read Revelations 21 and read all the revelations in your in the time that you have. But it gives a very nice picture of what heaven will be for as an abode for the children of God. Um, Dr. Joy, do you have any final words that you would like to share with the body of Christ? Well, always remember that we are created in our creator's image. He loved Mm -hmm. us that much. He really wants all of us to be back with him in paradise to be forever. He really doesn't want to lose us. Your most valuable asset 
You might think it's your gold ring, your Mercedes, your fine clothes. But your greatest asset is the soul spirit that lives within you that is eternal. Guard it with your life. Yes, Lord, help us in this hour because we need it. Amen. Uh, that is That was perfectly said and perfectly stated to the body of Christ. So I hope that you are receiving that message. And, again, it's been a pleasure um, having this interview with Dr. Joy Pugh. And I will go to her website and learn more about uh, Dr. Pugh. It will be on our website, K-E-I-F-M. You'll be able to find it there, and you can also find it posted under uh, blogtalkradio.com. You will find information about how to reach out to Dr. Joy Pugh, and it will also be on our KEI TV 12 uh, uh, YouTube channel in the near future. So keep informed, and uh, would you like to pray for us to close out, Dr. Joy Pugh? I would. Thank you so much, Lord. We just thank you so much, Father, for allowing us to be able to come together as Christians to try to reach those people that are out there that have questions and just they want to know you. So we just pray that tonight that you've used us to be able to reach them and that they will come to know you. Father, we thank you for everything that you do for us, for everything that you give us. We just uh, we praise your name and we just thank you for this day and for your many blessings always in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. And thank you again. It's been so wonderful. I'm very happy. I'm going to go back and listen to it again myself. <laughs> so I really appreciate you coming out. I know you've been very busy, and we thank you so much for coming to the Kingdom Hour. And thank God you again bless for inviting you. me. <laughs> you too. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.